0: have a show. Let's have coffee. (coughs) That cup's ready. Uh. Mm. Three, no, not yet. And here we go in three, two, one. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Today is Thursday. It's November 5th. 2020. My name is Jeremy and this is my first cup of coffee. Came out good today. A little hot. Uh, Exactly, Daniel. Good morning, Casper. Remember, remember the 5th of November. Today is Guy Fawkes Day and how... How fitting it seems. I watch V for Vendetta every day, every day, every year on this day. And today will be no different. If you've never seen the movie, you should probably watch the movie. It is a great movie. And, uh... I don't want to say it. I think there's a bit of foreshadowing in this movie. And I'm torn whether I hope for or against that. But enough about that. Um, You know what I decided yesterday? I'm going to write another book. It's going to be a fiction book. I have a plot in mind. I have some characters in mind. And I've carved out time tomorrow to start outlining it. My hope... Because everything I do is probably a bit too ambitious. My hope is to have it ready by the end of the month. Yeah. I think I can do that. Um, That means getting it written really soon. I'm a pretty fast writer. So we'll see how that goes. But I'm excited for it. I'm excited for a new challenge. I'm excited for... A new offering that might, uh, might make us some money. let keep looking. What's the intersection of my skill set and what people might want? And uh, a book, a fiction book that has to do with martial arts? That, that could appeal to everybody. It's not going to be so nitty gritty, nerdy martial arts that non-martial artists won't enjoy it. So we'll see how that goes. What else going on? Uh, yesterday was a little bit of a sad day. Showed up to the, the client I was going to do some, Well, the client to do some work for. And uh, one of the office dogs had been hit by a car the night before and passed away. So I thought I was going to see two dogs. And I only saw one dog. And that was sad. And of course that kind of... Discolored the day. Especially for the people who worked there. So that sucked. I'm glad I got to meet Rufus. Rufus was a good person. And then last night... So I was... I forget what I was doing. I think I was about ready to go to bed. And I noticed that the motion lights in the backyard were on. And I went, oh, what's going on? And I looked out the window. The patio door. I couldn't see anything. So I pulled the slider back. And oh, there was a big porcupine walking around. And I called to him. I assume. To me, all while... Just about all. Well, maybe not all. I assumed it was him. I have no idea. But I called to him and I said, what are you doing? And he started walking towards me. And I was like, that's weird. Why are you doing that? And he continued to walk towards me and I went, oh, I'm going to shut the door now because I don't want a porcupine in my house. And he went under the porch. The deck out back. But there's video. We got a little bit of video of this porcupine. They're so funny. They really are funny animals. And... Uh, I saw where he came out of the out of the woods and hopefully he went back to his den wherever that is. Cause I don't want my my porch to be his den. I will probably go out there today and double check that he's not hanging out there still. But they're really funny animals. They kinda of, they kinda of waddle. Full body. Daniel's asking, have you heard the sound they make when they are excited? No. I'm guessing it's some kind of uh chirping noise, though. Maybe I have heard it. I can't place it. It's adorable. <laughs> I'll have to check it out. Uh, What's going on today? Work. Lots of work. More work. Now we're going to do some more work. And then when I'm done with that, more work. Uh, it's Thursday. There's it a Thursday episode. Let's see if it's up yet. I've really been enjoying the episodes I'm doing with Andrew. Enjoying that, that discussion back and forth. Yeah, so today we talk about extreme martial arts. And Julius picked a great picture. Um, which is not a quite extreme, but still a great photo. I've seen photos like this. This reminds me of Uh, The Indian martial art uh, that I can never pronounce correctly. Calarapiatu. Or however you say it. That might be that. Uh, And it's funny because if you take a look at a lot of... (laughs) Extreme like you do it on BMX. If you take a look at a lot of the older martial arts. The things that we understand from. That. uh, Some older Kung Fu. Um folks who have dug Taekyon, which is kind of a sort of a precursor to Taekwondo out of the archives. There's a lot of movement that is is very fluid and gymnastic and um, not at all what we would consider traditional martial arts by most of today's definitions. Check out the episode. You know, I've, I've done... I've done more of what people would call extreme with martial arts than Andrew has. And we have a good conversation about it. Hope you enjoy it. And if you have topic suggestions, you can email me. Jeremy at Whistlekick.com You know, Andrew's been putting some of this stuff together. And uh, I'm sure he wouldn't mind having some, some feedback from others. Some ideas. Ideas are always helpful. What else is going on today? I think that's it. I'm going to eat. I'm going to do work. I'm going to watch that movie. I'm going to go work out. Oh, that's what's going on. I hear the episode in the background. Forgot that it does that. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Let's see what you all wrote in. Remember, if you've got stuff you want to write in. Stuff you want me to talk about Feedback. Well, not so much feedback, but yeah, feedback, questions, and comments and anecdotes. Do you know what why dinosaurs can't laugh? They're extinct. (laughs) That is a dad joke and a half, Daniel. I like it. All right. We got questions coming in in a few places here, so let me do these. All right, I'm going to read. uh, Frank's questions first or rather yeah questions quotes uh, and then we've got some we got something coming in from Gabe that I will check out oh and uh, in case you forgot in case I didn't say anything uh, Tuesday would normally have been the episode of, of uh, Whistlekick Live as the first Tuesday but nobody was going to watch because it was an election so we bumped it to next week so November, Tuesday November 10th Hey you can watch live there's, a, there's an event on Facebook. You should subscribe to those or sign up for those events because that's how you know what's going on. All right. Depending on which website you consult, yesterday was either check your blood pressure day or it was stress awareness day. So I consulted the American Heart Association's website and came across an article titled Managing Stress to Control High Blood Pressure. Perfect. Here are some of the key headings in the article. Reduce stress by changing your expectations. Give yourself enough time to get things done. Learn to say no. Don't promise too much. So here's something I struggle... Here are a couple things I struggle with. Uh, I've actually... Did I mention this yesterday? I had conversation. Had a conversation with somebody on Tuesday. uh, As an assistant to, to help me manage things and get better. At my expectations of what I'm going to get done and we exchanged a few messages last night she said, your calendar is insane I said yes, yes it is so we're going to work on making it less insane mm-hmm. yesterday was a really interesting day because I had moved everything out and got all my work done by like 3.30 and it felt so good and what's funny is 3.30 sounds like an early day to me but I start my day at 6.30 I love doing the show, but it's still work. It's still something I have to do. And so that, you know, 6.30 to 9 to 3.30, it's a nine hour day. It's a lot of work. I want to do less work. You know what I'd love? I'd love it if I had like two hours of work to do. And then the rest of the day, it could be okay. Am I feeling like there's something creative I can tackle? Oh, I'm going to go write a book. Boom. And I could spend the next week writing a book. Like that would be awesome. I would really enjoy that. I'm not the only one who tries to put too much into a day or allows their day to be dictated by other people. But the whole learning to say no, I'm getting better. I'm at a point now where when people email me, if it's the first email, I'm definitely going to respond. But if there's an email chain, you know, exchange going back and forth, sometimes I will let that email chain die. If there isn't more that needs to be said, I used to send emails that would say, Ha ha! Or LOL. Those don't need to be sent. I don't need to have the last word in an email exchange. Number two, reduce stress by recognizing where you have control. You can't control all the outside events in your life. In fact, I'd suggest you can't control most of them. Will the book have ninja, laser, dinosaur, monkeys? No. Uh, It will not have dinosaurs. It will not have monkeys. It will probably not have lasers. It might have ninjas. The best uh, example I can use of the universe that's kind of forming in my mind is Into the Badlands. It's kind of um, post-apocalyptic post-guns There's a political angle coming through. I've got some different stuff that's coming in. Because how do you get rid of guns? I've got a way to get rid of guns. Think about problems under your control and make a plan to solve them. Yes. Yes. The most challenging things for me are when there's stuff that I have going on in my life. Like right now, uh, last I looked, the martial arts radio website was not working well on cell phones. The skill to fix that is beyond me. So I've got somebody working on it. And he does great work. But slower than I would like. That's stressful to me. Uh, Dan's asking, have you seen Bunraku? I have not seen it or even heard of it until now. Know your stress triggers. (laughs) My stress triggers? Having too much to do. Having people mad at me. Having no money. (laughs) It's a Ron Perlman movie. Movie movie with a similar no-gun vibe. Oh, cool. I like Ron Perlman. Most of what I know of Ron Perlman is from uh, Sons of Anarchy. Which is a great but violent show. I don't know that I would watch it again. I really enjoyed it. Some terrible people in that show. Not actors, but like the characters. Some absolutely terrible people. How do I handle those stress triggers? Well, if it's money, I revise my budget. If it's people mad at me, I try to ignore it. Or if, it's, if they have a cause, I'll try to resolve it. If I have too much to do, I prioritize. Maybe I'll stay up late or get up early. Actually, I haven't done the get up early thing in a long time. There used to be points in time where I'd say, okay, I have too much to do. And I would get up at 5.30 and be at my desk at 6. But with First Cup, I can't really do that the same way. I'm not going to get up at 3.00 and do work. Although I know there are plenty of entrepreneurs, especially some who really... Um, have really embraced the 4-hour workweek concept. They'll get up at 3.00 and... Do two to three hours of work. And then have the rest of the day with their kids or the, their family in general. Or you know, do whatever else. Um, I don't have those constraints or those carrots to dangle on a stick in front of me. You know, I don't have a family. If I don't work during the day, what am I going to do? So I might as well sleep. And get up at a more normal time. Well, there are plenty of people that think doing this is, is insane and far too early. Number three, reduce stress by taking care of your mood. Relaxing is important. Yes. And I'm trying to get better about that. So yesterday when I was done with work at 3.30. Okay, that's a lie. I went to Panera. I had a late lunch. I did some email and some other smaller things. Uh, Like a great example. There's a periodic installment of short Master Hopkick. Stuff happening at Martial Journal. I haven't had a chance to read it. So I sat down and read all of it that's happened so far. And it's great. And for those of you who who teach, if you are martial arts instructors... We have formatted that and Jenny's doing a killer job with it. With questions at the end. It's meant to be read to children at the end of a class. With some discussion topics. Check it out. It's fun. How else do I relax? Uh, I struggle with that. I'm trying to come up with a hobby. I've been looking at buying uh, a video game system. But I can't get myself to pull the trigger. Casper says he starts work at 5 and it's bad and he doesn't like it. (laughs) So. What else am I doing to relax? I sit and I watch TV. Or I play stupid games on this. Or... Honestly, I go to sleep early quite a bit. That has really been huge. Although the biggest thing to keep me from, from being stressed is... Exercise. Whether that's training or... Ex- or, you know, working out or whatever it is. I need that. I need that in my day. Spend time developing supportive and nurturing relationships. Yeah, you gotta spend time with people. I, I, I didn't realize how important that was until... We had the lockdown. I live alone. I enjoy living alone. Doesn't mean I don't like people. But living alone sucks when you don't get to see anybody else. I I, I went. Weeks where my only human interaction. It was probably a month. The first month where my only human interaction was the grocery store. I was going to the grocery store to walk around. And buy like three things. Because I needed to get out of the house and there was nowhere else to go. I was losing my mind. I also walked a lot. You guys probably remember me talking about that. Oh, I walked to the end of the road and back. You know, four miles. Yay. Give yourself the gift of a healthy lifestyle. This is one that I really have a lot of trouble. have a hard time with. Um, most of what I eat is pretty healthy. Most of the time. I like healthy food. I like simple food. I don't. You know, my, my version of a, of a junk food dinner last night was half of a frozen pizza, but absolutely piled with vegetables and uh, I fried up some sardines for protein. Yeah. And then the fourth one here reduce stress by practicing gratitude and joy. This is the one I'm working on the most. Practice gratitude think about the things you have in your life that you are grateful for and really be specific and even say them out loud these are things that I'm working on I'm grateful for you watching this show I'm grateful for Whistlekick and the purpose that it brings me I'm grateful for all the people who help with Whistlekick I'm grateful for having enough and having the experiences and the friendships that I have and I can go on and on and on and on and on. There's a lot that I'm grateful for. Uh, Daniel's telling me to check out the moon. The moon is amazing. I saw it uh, right now. So the patio door is right there, and it's right over that spot. And I noticed it when I was looking at the backyard to see if I could see the porcupine this morning. The moon has been great. I I love the moon. The moon's awesome. One of my favorite things in the world are moon shadows. You know, when it's so bright at night that the moon casts shadows. I think that's awesome. Those of you who live in cities, you may not see that terribly often. Uh, We usually get a day or two of that each lunar cycle. And I really like it. Uh, If you're watching right now, if you wouldn't mind, if you wouldn't mind hitting that thumbs up button that will help people after the feed is done find the show. And since we are trying to grow this show, I would appreciate that. Uh, And then the final thing here. Know what brings you pleasure and find ways to enjoy the experience. I enjoy most of what I do day to day. I enjoy most of my work. I enjoy cooking and eating food. I enjoy doing this show. There's very little in my day that I don't enjoy. At least a little. Sometimes it's work, but but I still enjoy it. I enjoy training. I enjoy kicking. I enjoy going for walks work pretty hard to cart to, to remove the stuff I dislike. And I don't like paying bills. That's most of it. That's most of what I dislike. <laughs> so yeah. Blood pressure. And what was the other aspect of this? This was the combination of blood pressure and stress awareness. They're related. They're tied pretty tightly. Neither is good. Neither is good long term. They can be good short term. And so Gabe's got a question on yesterday's episode here. How do I, as a martial arts instructor, help those in my classes like Robin Murray who have been through trauma? So if you haven't listened to Monday's episode of Martial Arts Radio, uh, Ms. Robin Murray told a pretty powerful story and I'm not going to... I'm not going to recount it. I want you to hear it from her, not me. But there is trauma. And I don't mean a little bit of trauma. I mean big trauma. So Gabe's question here is... How do I help people like that? And I, I'm glad I saw this question come through yesterday. Because I spent some time thinking about it. And the answer is pretty simple. You don't. You don't help people like that. Not in the way most of us are going to think about. What do you do? You remain aware. You. Give them the opportunity to talk to you if they want to. You make sure they feel comfortable. Advocating for themselves in class with what they need and don't need. So here's a great example. If you have somebody in a class... Who has been the the victim of violence. And you're about to do a drill. Or you've just started a drill. And that person says... May I use the restroom? You say yes. If that person says... Oh, my stomach's not really... Feeling queasy. I need to sit. Is that okay? You say yes. Because we need to assume the best of people. We need to assume that students in classes... Aren't always comfortable sharing the things they've got going on. Somebody comes to class and they... You know, certain things go on and they they seem like they're lazy. Maybe they're not lazy. Maybe there's something that happened. That it is all they can do to remain in the room while it's going on. If you haven't listened to that episode, I want you to go check it out. It's it's available here on YouTube, podcast feed, martial arts radio, website. It's, It's all over the place. And what I love about the story is that the story that Robin tells is not unique. And it's far more common than most of us would probably realize. But unfortunately, most people aren't going to be as direct and strong in advocating for themselves and telling their story as Robin. So it's important for everyone to hear this one. And know that if you teach... bunch of people for a few years, there's a good chance somebody with a similar story has come through or will. And how do you prepare for it? You can't fix it. So when I say, how do you help them? You can't, I mean, you can't fix it. It's not something you're going to be able to say, okay, we're going to take you through this drill and we're going to talk about this. and We're going to do the A, B, and C. It is unlikely you have the qualifications to deal with that. This is, this is not little stuff. This is massive stuff. I think being aware is probably the most important part. Are you aware of what's going on? And if you're not, that's not necessarily your fault. But if you've been teaching for a while and you start c- to connect these dots... You may invite a conversation or offer a conversation. Or it could be you find an opportunity to say, Hey, I'm getting the sense that there's something going on. There's something that is holding you back. Or something that makes you uncomfortable with some of the things that we do in class. I don't need to know what that is. That is your story to tell. If you choose to tell me at some point, I will gladly listen. But more importantly, the more direction you give me as to how to support you with what you need, the better a job I can do as your instructor. And then you just do your best. You do your best with the information, the experience that they've given you. Trust them that they know more of what they need than you do. Don't share the story with anyone you don't need to. You know, Other instructors may need to know details. Hey, this person's got some experiences that may make drill type ABC challenging for them. Be careful of how you push them. And know that it is entirely possible that they just stop coming to class one day and it may not be your fault. If you lead with compassion, with, with love, it'll probably work out. If the person that you're, if the student knows that you're supportive and genuinely trying to be helpful, they're going to be much more tolerant of you messing up. I I think that's the best advice I have. Um... Now, this is a subject we didn't really get into on the episode. But um, there is a good chance that we're doing a bit of a roundtable. Bringing back a few people. Robin knows about this. Where we're going to talk about some of, some of these aspects around violence. And how we can help and be supportive. So, Gabe, hold on to that question. And you might get a chance to ask, uh, at least indirectly, the woman herself. That's what I've got for you today. Thank you for coming by. Thanks for watching or listening. Whatever you got. Got a few things to ask of you. Number one, if you're watching, hit the thumbs up button. That helps other people find the show. If you're new, make sure you hit the subscribe button. We do the show every weekday, 6.30 a.m. Eastern Time here in the U.S. But we've got other stuff that we roll out that you'll probably want to check out. Uh, What else? If you want to support us, we've got a Patreon. Or you can go to whistlekick.com. Make a purchase with First Cup 15. We've got stuff including this mug. If you've got questions, comments, feedback, drop it in the comment section below here once the show ends. And I will see you back here tomorrow for Friday's episode. Thank you, everyone. Take care. And I will see you tomorrow.